Hello and welcome to episode four of Gamers Without Borders. I am Patrick Mifflin alongside Teresa Sammons and Kayla Owen. Uh, tonight we're going to be doing our 2020 holiday gift guide. So just a, a few odds and ends and really discussing them at length for things that can be picked up for the holidays for the retro and import gamer in your life. So I do have to apologize for the extended wait for the editing on episode three. As it stands, it looks like it's uh, episodes three and four are going to arrive basically side by side uh, just because of the technical difficulties we had recording that night. So I am looking into better forms of recording so that I don't run into this again because it's really holding up the holding up the release of the episode. So more on that in the foreseeable future, hopefully. Before we get started on the holiday gift guide, though, I want to touch on an issue that came up in the last episode. That is the emerging emulation scene on the Xbox XS. Um, the emulation is now at PS2 level, so this is definitely a story to watch, and it'll be interesting to see just how far it gets from here, because the system hasn't even been out for a month yet, and we're already we're already talking PS2 emulation, so <laughs> this is this is going to be something for sure, and yeah. it might actually cause me to buy a, an Xbox, at least a Series S if not an X, sooner than I planned. So we'll see how that goes. But on to the main discussion topic of the week. We've got our Gamers Without Borders holiday gift guide and discussion. And Lee not being with us this week for work reasons, he did give us his picks before the show. And I think that'll be a good place to start because the Xbox Series S is actually at the top of the list. This um, burgeoning emulation scene is just... It, it looks like there's something really special going on with this system, and it runs out of the dev mode, so you're basically flipping between having an Xbox XS and a dedicated emulation box when you flip back and forth between dev mode and uh, gameplay mode. So that has absolutely been interesting. The other thing Lee had on his list was the Super Mario Brothers Game & Watch, and looking at how um, loading games onto that is developing, I can see that being a very compelling portable option for some more old-school emulation. Kayla, have you messed with this at all? No, I haven't. I actually haven't tried messing with loading games onto any of my... Um, retro mini consoles it's something i'd like to try to do it's just that i just haven't really had the time to do it yet mm -hmm. that's understandable yeah i i haven't either um i i am actually going to delegate that uh to my teenager <laughs> and let him <laughs> do it for me <laughs> because he's done a great job with um homebrewing um a couple of Wii's, uh, one for us, one for my brother, and he's done, um, uh, uh, what did he do? I think it was a, a, an old DS for one of his buddies, and then he did uh, my 3DS, 
you would think that would be for me, but you would be wrong. That would be for him. So I think that, that if he could homebrew this stuff, surely he could sideload on some games. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to have him do? Everything. Oh, the Turbo <laughs> Graphics isn't ready yet, so... No, we'll start... We're probably going to start with our NES Classic. Uh, I, I felt that whole time-constrained issue because uh, I've got an NES and SNES Classic here that I need to that I need to hack, but haven't gotten around to it yet for that very same reason. And hopefully I'll get around to it this weekend, but we shall see. Kayla, what were your picks? Well, my pick for um, a holiday gift this year, the first one and probably the easiest one to get a hold of would be Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Since I think that's basically exactly what I wanted out of a compilation of these, of the 3D Mario games. Um, would have been nice if they were in HD, but I think that overall it turned out to be a really great compilation. And then the mm -hmm. second thing, because I'm going to say if you want to buy something, or if you want to buy a retro game gift for Christmas, try and support small businesses and try and support the post office. Oh, absolutely. And I, uh, my suggestion would be one of the most awesome things I got this year was a Coleco Pac-Man tabletop arcade from the 80s. And if you're not familiar with that, maybe you've watched Gremlins and you saw one of them was playing with a Donkey Kong one or in the Angry Video Game Nerd in the background of his videos, he has them. And it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a Tiger electronic game. It uses a similar technology, but it's way better. And if you're like me, you're really missing arcades a lot and yeah. just counting down the days till you can go back into one. And this isn't like one of these modern uh, tabletop arcades for it actually is an emulated game. Um, but it's still really awesome. And I love the artwork on the side. And I would recommend anybody pick one up for somebody who is really into retro games. Nice. These are from back in the day. How easy are they to come by? really easy to come by um the price on some of them isn't very good some of them are a few hundred dollars but pac-man is about i got mine for about fifty dollars and so yeah they're pretty easy that's to come reasonable. by they do take the uh c batteries though so that's something you got to keep in mind if you're going to get one for somebody or get one for yourself make sure you stock up on c batteries or get or those the, rechargeables like yeah the energizer rechargeable ones are really quite nice I, you know, I don't know if they have C size though. They do. Oh, okay. Okay, good, good. I've seen some kind of um, more modern um, knockoffs of these at Target. And I think it's the, like the arcade one up. Well, no, the arcade one up or the like quarter scale, maybe third scale. Uh, oh, these they're, are not, they're not the little baby ones. Okay, so I've seen something that I figured by the box size was something small. But no, I, I played with the originals, dudes. I'm that old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my other Uncle Eddie had uh, the Pac-Man one. And some, some kid down the road or something had the Donkey Kong one. Yeah, no, no, I, I actually spent time with those back in the 80s. Nice. That's awesome. Oh, my God. That's... That's actually a really good idea. Maybe we should buy that for Scott. Yeah. Hope he doesn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. <laughs>
Oh, uh, so for my part, sort I guess a secondary one on mine would be the Turbo Graphics Mini. The hack isn't there yet, but the sheer value proposition is something we've talked about before. This thing is loaded with games that by themselves go for three figures on eBay or Amazon whenever they turn up. I really wish it had Final Soldier on it, but that's just a personal gripe. And the overall game selection that you'll find um, out of the box is really a good sampling of the best of what Turbo Graphics had to offer and the PC Engine and all of its other incarnations. But yeah, I mean, even like that, that's probably out of all of our minis, that's going to be the last one that we ever get around to modding because it, it has a really rich library on it already. Yeah. So yeah, if, yeah, if you guys can find them, um, and I think I they're guess, still. I think they're still available at MSRP on Amazon. Let me take a look at that real quick. Okay. Yeah, that's how I got it last time. I think it it came back in stock um, late summer, I believe. And uh, somebody in I, I think it was somebody in the Smashpad group posted about it like seven a.m. or something, and I'm like, "Yep, mine." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. Um there's only one left in stock right now and it's used. But oh, it's okay. But 7618. And if it's sold by Amazon warehouse then, you know, you're probably good to Prime. go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, um it looks like supplies drying up again, but I'm sure it'll be back. Uh Konami knows they've got a winner with this and they seem to they seem to enjoy money whenever it comes up and Indeed. it's certainly come up here. So that is definitely a, an item to pick up. Um, the other one is the more obvious pick of the retro minis and that's the PlayStation classic. Uh, we are going to have an entire episode dedicated to it here in the near future. It is like if you're just looking for one mini console to pack all of your retro stuff onto and you don't want to go in on a small form factor computer or even a full PC for, for that role in your entertainment center, the PlayStation Classic will play a wide range of your retro games. You know, it it's at a really sane price right now, and I don't imagine Sony is going to pull them out of the market anytime soon, just because now that it's been hacked, it's actually a really big seller for them. But now is definitely the time. If, if you've got a retro gamer in your life who is trying to be really space efficient, get a PlayStation Classic, mod the hell out of it, and watch the joy ensue because you can do a lot with these. There's so much content. Like somebody could literally probably spend three gaming years just, just with that. Uh-huh. Or, or more, really, <laughs> because, yeah. um, you know, you get the OTG cable and, um, you know, maybe a 128 gigabyte flash drive. Mm-hmm. That holds a lot of PlayStation and older. But yeah, those are my picks for holiday gifts. And uh, Teresa, you got anything? Yeah, I do. I, I want to say, like, I 
firmly support all of these. They they are incredible ideas, <laughs> and some that uh, that I, I very well may be looking up right after we get off this podcast um, <laughs> to see if there is anything available in my area. Is I am pretty sure on you know like on marketplace and uh, offer up. I'm pretty sure the greater Chicagoland area has something to offer for me. <clears throat> so <laughs> we'll see about that. Um, but I, I want to say, and this isn't for absolutely everybody. Um, it's for Nintendo switch owners and it's subscribing to the N- Nintendo switch online service because that has um, just a, a very good collection of older retro games that you could play. They're getting there. Yeah, they are. They are. It, it's um, not a virtual console by any stretch of the imagination, but it's good. No, no. I know they have some some Zelda games because my brother has been playing them. Um he got a Switch and he's in uh he's in my family um membership thing. And so he's been playing something. I don't know what, but there's like Donkey Kong Country, they've got one and two, um, Super Tennis, Super Soccer. Yep. Kirby, there's a couple of Kirby's on there. F Zero, all the, well, not all the Super Mario's, but a few Super Mario worlds are on there. Oh, he's been playing A Link to the Past. That's what he's been playing. Super Metroid. That's a good one to sink time into. Oh God, right, right. And he said that's all he wanted to do. He's like, I just want to play some of the older NES games. And I'm like, well, crap, I can't, I can't find um, a, an NES classic and an SNES classic for him. So I bought him a Switch and hooked him up with a membership. And that was his uh, early Christmas present. Nice. But yeah, Pilot Wings, uh, Breath of Fire, and and something that I didn't realize was on there. But if I get time to tonight, I'm going to realize it. Um, uh, Mario Super Picross is on there too. Yep. And I do love that game. <laughs> So that, and and as a side note, I will say, check out, um, you know, some of the, the classics that they have on Steam, which most everybody has a Windows machine. They have access to Steam. And, you know, you can pick up, like, classic Sega stuff. And, and I yep. guess even by now, isn't Crash Bandicoot a retro game? <laughs> I feel so old now. Um, they, they've got that. They've got a lot. So find a good curator. Tell me who they are. Because <laughs> I definitely want to know. So yeah, that's that's my pick, my my two picks, I guess. Nice. And with that, I actually think we've got a show for the week. You can subscribe to us on Anchor.fm, Pocket Cast, Spotify, and many other places, growing steadily by the week. You can also support us on Patreon if you want to just support the show or at a further tier up. We have early unedited episodes coming out as well as the ability to suggest a topic for the show once a month. So if you're interested in any of those things and don't have a problem with my insufferable stuttering, then you have that option. You can also email us at thegamerswithoutborders at gmail.com. Once again, that is thegamerswithoutborders at gmail.com. And 
that will about do it. So for Teresa Sammons and Kayla Owen, I have been Patrick Mifflin. Happy shopping.